Thanks, worship team. Uh, please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus. We thank you that despite the challenges around our world at the moment, that we have a solid place uh, to stand firm in. Uh, I pray, Lord, as we open your word, that your word would bring the life, the power, the revelation, and a reminder of the gift of your Son, Jesus, to us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, Easter 2020. None of us could ever have imagined what Easter 2020 was going to be like. But here's the good thing. God knew and even knows what tomorrow will bring for your life. Easter is about celebrating remembering, recognizing the great gift that God gave for us about the crucifixion of Jesus, about his death, but also about his resurrection. I'd just like to welcome you to our live stream. I'd like to send a shout out to our friends in Uganda, uh, all our Ignite Life family. Uh, also um, to my brother Warren, I hear you're watching. So g'day bro, how you going? Hope you're doing all right. So Easter is about remembering what Jesus did for us. It is important that not only do we remember, but that we also remind ourselves about who it was that actually gave his life for us. So I kind of want to just uh, do a little sort of a step back about who Jesus really is. Uh, the Bible tells us that Jesus was not only a man, but he was also fully God. In John chapter 1, it says that the word became a man. In Colossians chapter 1, 15 through to 17, I'm going to read it to you now in the New American Standard Bible. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on the earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and, and in him, all things hold together. Jesus existed before he came to the planet as a baby. He was, in fact, the third person of the Trinity. It says in Colossians here that he, in fact, was part of the creative power of God that made everything that you and I can see today. He made you. He made the stars and the heavens, the universe. He is, in fact, God. Amazing thing that God in heaven comes down to the earth, the creator, all things were made for him, but he comes down to the earth and becomes a man. He starts life as a baby. He was born a baby by a virgin. He lived through childhood to adulthood, worked as a carpenter, uh, earned a wage. Uh, drank food, uh, drank food, you can't drink food, but you can eat food, but you drink, and he drank water, like us. He felt all the emotions that we ourselves can feel today. He was God, but also man. I just want to go back to one of the stories that helps us to understand who Jesus 
uh, part of about his character and his nature, the God-man. And it's found in John chapter 11, verse 35. John chapter 11, verse 35 is in, is in fact the shortest scripture or verse in the Bible. But even though it's a very, very short um, verse, it has some very, very powerful meaning behind it. It says this, simply, Jesus wept. So the God-man who created the heaven and the earth, who came down to be a man, had the capacity to feel emotion and to weep. He was weeping. The context of the story or around the story is the fact that Lazarus, his friend, had died. Jesus tarried and then he comes and he uh, meets with Mary and Martha, the sisters of Lazarus, and uh, all the, the mourning and the pain. And it says that Jesus wept. He felt their pain. He felt their emotion. Interesting to note that he was the creator of the universe. And he was, in a very, very short time, about to raise Lazarus from the dead. Yet, he wept. And this is a form of comfort for us today that Jesus, even though he knows the end of the story, even though he knows uh, that one day we'll all be with him, still feels our emotions and our pain and our journey of life. He was God but man and feels our pain. Now moving into uh, the, the Easter the reason why we celebrate Easter. It says that he, uh, remember he was God and he was man, it says that he um, sweated blood. In Luke, 24, uh, Luke 22, 42 through to 44, it says, Father, this is Jesus crying to his Father, Father, if you're willing to take this cup from me, yet not only my will, but your will be done. And an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. Jesus, the God-man, was aware of the suffering he was about to go through. And the human side of him was thinking, can I get out of this? Do I really have to go through this? And he cries to his Father in heaven because of the uh, pain and, and, and of knowing what he was about to go through. And he cries to his father, but then he says this word, he says, but not my will, your will. So the human side of Jesus was feeling the fear of going through the cross. It goes on to say, and being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. I want you to take a a look at this picture. This is a picture that was painted by uh, Karen and Ryan uh, a few years ago, and my wife hangs it in her office. And um, if you look at the eyes, uh, the crown of thorns around his head, and the tears of blood running from his eyes, Jesus went through incredible suffering, pain, the word here, anguish, means to have extreme mental and physical pain, or physical pain. Jesus was in deep mental anguish. 
yet he went through the suffering of the cross. Fully God, fully man. Then it goes on to tell us after the garden experience where he sweated and asked that the cup be taken away from him. He was betrayed by Judas. He was uh, mocked, uh, condemned, uh, though he was an innocent man, beaten, whipped, spat on, a, a thorn of crowns put on his head, forced to carry his cross, and nailed to a cross. It is so important at Easter, if you are a believer, that you take time to reflect on what Jesus did for you and I. The suffering and the torment, the anguish, the mental pressure, and to reflect on that. Why did he do that? Why did Jesus do all these things? Why? Because of our sins. Because we all fall short of the glory of God. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how good you think you are. The Bible is very, very clear. That says we have all fallen short of the glory of God. We all in some way or form, break the commandments, the Ten Commandments. And as a result of that, the Bible tells us that we are separated uh, from God because of that. God in heaven, realizing that his creation, uh, man, had become separated because of all uh, our weaknesses and our failings, sat in heaven with his Son and realized because of his love, that he wanted to restore us back into a relationship with him. I talked to you earlier about the story of Lazarus and how Jesus wept for Lazarus. He wept for those, Mary and Martha, and all those mourning. You see, the heart of God, the very center, the very core, the very essence of God is love. Love comes from God. Uh, one of the uh, shocking things that we need to understand and frightening things is that one day we will all die. One day we will all uh, face eternity. And without Jesus, according to the Bible, because of our sin, because of our failings, because of uh, us breaking the commandments of God, uh, that we will be separated from him because that's the consequence of sin. And I, I, I want to just kind of explain to you for a moment what that means. See, God is love. God created love. Uh, the center core of God is love. And it says that in eternity, there will be those of us who will be separated from him because of our sins. To be separated of God means this, to be separated from love. Hell is, in fact, to be separated from love. You see, where God isn't, there cannot be love. So eternity faced without God is to, be, is to live in eternity without love, without all the joy and the wonderful things of life. 
It says in the scripture that every good and perfect thing uh, that you have in your life is a gift from God. The very breath that you breathe right now, the very eyes that you're looking at, uh, looking through right now, were given to you by God. He loves us. Um, I just want to let you know that God loves you. And that's why he sent Jesus. He sent Jesus because in heaven, him and his father realized the separation that would come. You're an eternal being. And that's why Jesus came. Jesus endured the cross, the suffering, uh, the blood, sweated tears of blood, the piercing in his hands because of love. Because he loves us. I would... Uh, like you if you have your communion emblems before you, I hope you have, um, to just share with me, see communion, Jesus just before he uh, went through the process of the garden and the betrayal and uh, the crucifixion and his death, said to, said to his disciples to, um, when they take the bread and the uh, wine, to remind themselves <clears throat> of him. So, Uh, this is the bread and this is the wine. So um, will you join with, with me as I pray? Jesus, Son of God, the God-man, today we take the time to remember you. To remember that you who are God in heaven, uh, in obedience to your Father, came to the planet as a baby, and at a um, given time in history, you laid your life <clears throat> down for us. Today we take this bread to remind us of what happened to your body. We take this bread um, as an emblem of your sacrifice. Jesus, we take this wine that is an emblem, a representative of the blood spilt for mankind. And Lord, for us as individuals, that your blood, the blood that flowed from your body, from the wounds, from the scars, from the, from the, the, the whipping that flowed for me, we remind ourselves of that. And so we take this wine in Jesus' name. Excellent. So Easter is about reminding, reminding ourselves <clears throat> of Jesus' suffering and of his death. But here's the cool thing. It doesn't end on a sad note. Because in fact, on the third day, Jesus rose from the dead. It says in the Bible that over 500 people witnessed 
the resurrected Jesus. Now, there are many religions in the world out there today that have had leaders who are now dead. But the thing that sets Christianity apart is the fact that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, rose from the dead. It says in Romans chapter 8, verse 11, But if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. You see, the fact that Jesus rose from the dead, uh, the Bible says that death, where is your sting now? Jesus conquered death for you and I. He paid the price by dying on the cross. But the evidence that in fact he was not just a man is the fact that he rose from the dead, witnessed by 500 people. Which gives you as a believer the same hope that when you enter into eternity, that death will not have power over you. That you will in fact, the same power that raised Christ from the dead will lift you up and take you into eternity with God, who is at the essence of his core, love. I encourage you today to um, reflect on what he did for you, and also for the fact of the resurrection. And that power, you see, I haven't heard of... Uh, any other religious leader being raised from the dead. But the power of God came down on that third day and breathed life into a dead body and raised Jesus up. He was later uh, taken up into heaven where the Bible tells us where he's seated above all power and principality. And that same power can be yours if you don't know that today. That same power that raised Jesus is simply and easily yours. How? By understanding, first of all, what Easter is really about. You know, praise God for cho chocolate uh, Easter eggs and all of that kind of stuff. I like chocolate. But Easter is not about chocolate Easter eggs. Easter is about the great sacrifice God made for us. And Easter is also about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You can have that today by simply believing. When Jesus was being crucified, there was a thief on the cross. There were two thieves on the cross beside him. One was mocking him and the other called out to Jesus and said, I believe who you are. And Jesus said these words to that thief on the cross, even while he was suffering, even while he was in pain, because remember, at the core of God is love. And that Jesus turned to the, to the thief and said, today you will be with me in paradise. So today, if you don't know who he is, I simply encourage you to believe his words, that he is the son of God, that he did die for you on the cross, and that you take that truth as your own and you ask Jesus to come into your life. And that very same power that raised Christ from the dead will be yours. And we don't need to fear death. What a fantastic truth that is.